Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 172, episode one of Your Daily Zeitgeist, a production yeah. of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. Uh, it's Tuesday, February 16th, 2021. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. When I wake up in the morning, when the sunlight hits my thighs, and my kids without warning stare dead ass in my eyes, then I pour my dew, and the world's all right with me. Just one Mountain Dew, and I know it's going to be a long ass day. Mm. That is courtesy long. of the one, mm. the only, innocent. Uh, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Now, come and listen to my story about a man named Miles. I can crush an AK, any era, any style. On IG, I go live with videos of food to show a superhuman podcaster's a regular-ass dude. The Ooh. homie that is Valley Gold <laughs> Trending Tea. Oh, man, caca shizzle. Give me the fucking Beverly Trillbillies vibrations oh, with that AK. Thank you so much. The voiceover at the end really did it for me. That man. part always got me because that was like, you know, uh, homeboy and boys to men where it's like, right. let the yeah. bass come through now. And he's like, oil that is. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah this is, I like that. That was a part for people in bands back in the day. It's like, who's got the deepest voice? Yeah, yeah. Because that's the bridge. <laughs> who's got a voice that's like deeper than any human voice should mm-hmm. be? Um, all right. Well, Miles, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious and talented Beza Dabu. Hey, 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 hey. There he is. There I wish I had are. a. I wish I had a parody lyrics to a song. Hey, man. Oh, come That's, on, man. We're just, just come with. To... Come as you are. Come. come yes, you as are. you are. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um. Yeah, you know, <laughs> lo- lo- Pot lovely day as you are. There Lovely Day by Bill Withers, one of my favorite songs of all time. But there's an Alt-J cover. Do you guys know the band Alt-J? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Alt-J, there's an Alt-J cover? Is it good? There's an Alt-J cover. It's incredible. It's one is of those it covers. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's one of those covers you listen to where you're like, is this better With the lead singer's like, when I look at you. It really like, is. I feel like that's how he gets down. It really is. It's like, it's like, a lovely day. <laughs> but it's, but, but it's, it's like, ding, 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 ding. It's like, really. And they're on the background going, lovely day, lovely day, lovely day. But it's great. I would recommend everybody listen to the Alt-J cover of Lovely Day. Did you ever see that video that like blew up like probably eight years ago? The two college kids, right? Yeah, yeah. When it was like how to make every Alt-J song. And I'm like, it's so spot on. But I was still rocking so hard with Alt-J. I'm like, I don't even care, bro. It was spot on. I actually loved their parody song. I love their parody song. That video has like 40 million views, and I think I'm 22 million of them. Right, um, for sure. But the dude's eating like, a, what are those called? Those like, they're like air cakes, like air rice crackers. They're little like round pop yeah, chips. Yeah. Yes, but they're like bigger. They're like discs. Right, um, right. Like a rice, rice cake. Isn't that a rice yeah. cake? Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a rice cake. He's eating a rice cake in rhythm to uh, Alt-J. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, anyway. It's great. How have you been, man? What's What's new with you? I've been great. Um, yeah. 2021 is proving for me to be a lot better than 2020. Good, yeah. good. Like to hear that. Um, but I've been good. I'm, I'm, I'm making some traction on a show that I'm developing, so that feels good to finally at least have some meetings. Who knows what's going to come of them? But that's right. good. And 
And, um, you know, I'm living cat? with my cat still. Cat? Yeah. Because yeah, I feel yeah. like that was, we left you, last we left you, cat, the cat life. Yeah. Living that you know, life. We were actually scheduled to record this pod on the one year anniversary of me getting my cat. And oh. I was so excited to talk about that. Then something came up where I had to move our pod. And then the thing that came up got canceled the night before. So I ended up having nothing to do that morning. Well, that. I mean, well, I would like to congratulate you and your cat on one yeah. year. Yeah. You know one what I mean? happy year. Solid. Beautiful. Solid. Beauty. She is Many happy returns. I still look at her and go, oh, my God, you're the cutest cat in the world. That's the benefit. That's the thing that pets do. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard to you know, cast your gaze upon something and then have a good feeling immediately. But sometimes I'll watch a dog or cat just like, mm -hmm. you know, when a pet does a thing where they just turn over and they're like, hi. I'm thinking it still get me every time. I'm like, Put their yes. paws up by their ears. Yeah. Yeah. She's We're doing, stupid. she's doing this new thing where she, while I'm sleeping, she'll come up, she'll put her nose to my nose for a second. What? And then, and then she'll, she'll, she'll basically, lay down on her side the same direct facing the same direction as me and then she'll slowly scoot back into my chest oh little so spoon. Wow. small but, spoon but it's the way she does it right she'll be like two like feet a whole away, method and then all the way back into my chest and i'm just like come here come here it's so cute i talked my like do you guys have cat voices because mine's like a witch sort of yeah, that was. I was just gonna um, say, you sound like uh, the witch from like a, a children's TV show. I'm always I like, just oh, like a fun three, witch. Yeah. I just have three thousand yeah. names for my pets. I see. Yeah. You don't. You don't go into a, a like a, a voice that it's almost like my body can't control it when I talk. No, to like it's weird. I, I'll end up talking like a like my like uncle or grandfather, being like, "What you doing in there?" Huh? Huh? <laughs> huh? Like if the cat meows, like I like to fuck huh? with it back. It's like meow, huh? Meow, That's got to so be your rap right. ad lib, huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like then it's the it's like uh was a French Montana's huh, but I'm more huh? Right. huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jack, do, Jack, do you have a cat? I don't know. I got uh we had two dogs and now we have two boys, two little boys. So oh. they they take up all cast our time. a spell on the dogs. Do you do you talk yeah, to your Yeah, we cast a spell. Do you talk to your boys in a weird voice? I don't think so. I don't know, Miles. You've heard me randomly. Yeah, you're like, huh? Huh? <laughs> Dad, huh? I'm you, whenever uh, I talk yeah. to my cat, it just it just like I, I it's like I have no control over it. My body just goes Oh, you're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> it just goes in this like high pitch witch. I don't it's know. It's weird. Why. I do that with human children more. I find myself having an affect when I talk to uh -huh. like little babies. Yeah, because you go, oh, you baby. Hi. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's how I do that shit. <laughs> Speaking of 2021 versus 2020, there there's that ad that still runs on Hulu. I think it's for match.com and like the premises that Satan and 2020 are like the perfect match and then there's like a bit where they're where 2020 is like i've met 2021 she's basic like does that ad work anymore after the insurrection like the that nah. is like basically assuming 2021 is gonna be way better than 2020 and i was surprised that it was still running like as late as the end of last week it's just so don't even that's not an exercise we need to engage in at right. all especially not in a yeah. commercial like that's for his those are for like thinking people to like look back on this awful time also Pull the like, ad match who would you rather fuck this year or that year <laughs> also to say that in february right 
is right. is like saying we're going to win this game. Yeah, right. Yeah. The first two yeah, minutes yeah. of the first quarter, it's like, well, yeah. we just started. We're up three. Relax. Right. Don't be Leon yeah. Lett with that football. Yeah, just hold exactly. it up. You're not even in the end zone, fam. Because that's like that would be the meme, right? Is that ad where it's Leon yeah. Lett holding the football up and Don Beebe is like 2021 <laughs> coming behind you to fucking strip that shit. All right. We're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment, Beza. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about. We got an update on those Buffalo cops uh, who we saw push that old guy over. Uh, we've got a story of a Oath Keeper who was waiting on word from Trump to activate her. We're going to talk about another Bundy kind of wave that's coming at us. A- Amon Bundy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amon Bundy. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. Nikki Amon. Haley. Yeah. Amon. Uh, Amon. We're going to talk about that face-off remake slash sequel. Uh, we're going to talk about Gina Carano and her future. Uh, we're going to talk about pizza reheating techniques and uh, the new box office king. The the biggest box office hit in the history of movies just happened, and a lot of people might have missed it. Um, so we'll talk about that. Oh. All of that, plenty more. But first, we like to ask our guest, Bezad, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? So I recently had to search why my nonstick, can you put a nonstick pan in the dishwasher? Mm-hmm. What'd you learn? I learned nothing because the whole internet <laughs> says possibly. So look, I get these pans and they're only like nonstick for like a little bit. And then all of a sudden the fish is sticking to the pan, even if I put oil on it and it makes me mad. And I'm like, why does the nonstick coating like not work so quickly? And I'm like, well, I do put it in the dishwasher. Someone was like, you can't do that. And then I'm like, huh. well, that doesn't make sense because on the bottom it's got a little dishwasher icon. So I think I can. Yeah. So and it all like, depends. Well, no, not on high heat. I but mean, really. Like how hot the dishwasher is and all that kind of crap. Right. And it's like, how am I supposed to know yeah. how hot my dishwasher is? I don't know how hot my dishwasher gets. Yeah. And also, like, why do you have to make that judgment call on how attractive your dishwasher is? We all have different <laughs> tastes. I don't exactly. know how hot your dishwasher hey. is versus mine, but I <laughs> so, know mine is a hot dishwasher. But I, see, that's why I got, you know, this week, I, I will invite you, Bezod, to the world of stainless steel cookery. Mm. You know so what you, I mean? So you, you don't mess with that with the with the nah, nonstick pants. That's all for right. the kids, bro. It's for the kids. Yeah. You know, that's it's for the kids, too. I mean, like, well, also, too, like, as I, because quarantine has made me, like, really focus on cooking, and mm-hmm. nonstick's great. It's super convenient. Like, if you, okay, I do have nonstick for, like, certain things. Like, if I want to melt, like, just a block of cheese onto a piece of bread and just let that mm. thing fall right off the pan, nonstick mm. is right there. Uh, or do, like, a little eggy in the mm. window where you cut out, like, the middle of the piece of white bread, and then you put mm. cheese down, and then you crack an egg in that hole, and then that's called toad can in you the make hole an or whatever. Egg on a, can you make an egg on a nonstick, on a not a nonstick pan? Yeah, you just gotta. You, I mean, you gotta, you gotta grease, grease it up. It it's up not and keep it moving. Do yeah, you gotta keep it moving. Is it a but lot I think of grease? The, though? You got, you gotta do a lot of spray, huh? A little bit, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But I think Pam, the benefit bro. though is when you cook like other proteins, like fish. Obviously, is delicate, but like chicken yeah. or pork, whatever, you get that fond on the bottom of your pan, that crust. So like when you want to deglaze your pan, you got all that flavor to start making all this other shit with it. So that's why I like. Miles, you know, I've also been cooking a lot in the quarantine and focusing on it more. And I think you have just convinced me that I'm going to go buy a stainless steel pan. Just look at the, you know, just look. And they're also, they're easy. They'll look like you burnt the shit out of it. But that's the great thing about stainless steel. You get fucking, you know, you get a stainless steel cleaning, like iron, you know, Brillo pad. 
buff the shit out of it and it's good baby but real talk so, i like cooking on my cast iron skillet yeah oh of course now, now you can't cook delicate things like fish on there but i no, like no, cooking, you I don't want to do that but, but i but i like cooking like chicken on there i like cooking steak on there mm-hmm. veggies veggies are yeah because you can't you can't match the heat of that skillet no, you no. can't the non-stickness of a non-stick pan feels like one of those advances that I don't trust like it's too like whatever chemical they're putting on that seems like mm-hmm. too good to be true and too like unnatural like that it, it shouldn't be possible. I agree with that. I try not to wa- put my nonsticks though in the dishwasher though just because they're easy to clean so I don't want to put it through that because a lot of time with a nonstick I'll just put water in the pan and boil the water to just loosen everything that's on the pan still and then right. just like kind of like softly clean it off to keep it going because when you get. When you get rough on that nonstick, you know, yeah, the clock can get ticking. See, I, I'm so lazy. Sometimes if I got leftovers, I'll just put the top on the nonstick pan yeah, yeah. and then put the whole pan in the fridge. Great, fine. <laughs> then, <laughs> that's but then, fine. But then what happens is when you eat all that, the rest over is like caked on, and sometimes that's yeah, when yeah. I'm like dishwasher. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm telling you, loosening it with water, it's like the most underutilized way of cleaning your cook stuff. Is just like put a little bit of water and boil it, and it will Yo, it will just, separate so much from the pan. Are you trying to steal my underrated, which was loosening food off pans with water? <laughs> but if they, so if they're just spraying the pan with nonstick stuff and that comes off in the dishwasher. Why don't they make the whole pan out of the nonstick stuff? What are you doing? What are Why you doing? The whole pan nonstick. It doesn't make sense. Also, Just if it comes side. off in the heat of the dishwasher, why right. wouldn't why it come off it? in the heat of the stove and go? Oh, it is, food? and you are ingesting it. Yeah. <laughs> On top of that, you know how many roommates and people I've dated I've been like, yo, don't put the metal utensils in that nonstick. Yeah. Are you for real, fam? No, you yep. can't do that shit. That's the thing most people don't realize. You cannot be using metal utensils in there and scraping that shit up. You're exposing yeah. a lot of the chemicals at that point. That's why like, I'm like, I'm just going to keep it steel, baby. Yeah. All right. Well, use the I'm wooden utensils, scared. plastic. Please don't put metal u- u- utensils in your nonstick, please. Now I'm scared about everything I do. I'm and you're right. Now I'm just thinking about all that whatever we like, all grew up with alien that chemical pan. they're putting on that pan. Like it must be some alien chemical that can't possibly Can you imagine the factory they make those pots and they must smell so bad? Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Like People ethanol. just come out just coated. They're like sl- sliding around. They can't stop when they're walking. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you're going to love I was weed. It's PTFE or poly uh, polytetrafluoroethylene That's a, for yeah. your non-sticks or Teflon. <laughs> Basically, it's Teflon. May I introduce you to my girl Pam? She uh, she does a good <laughs> a, a good work in the kitchen. Uh, what is something you think is underrated, Beza? All right, something that I think is underrated is bum, 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 bum. we're staying in the kitchen, y'all. Okay, right. crockpots, crockpots. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Crockpots are underrated. Let me get it because you don't like it. You don't like dishes, and what's better yeah, than li- one dish? Listen, crockpots are underrated because I have tricked so many people in my life that have come over for dinner. I am like, oh, you coming <laughs> over for dinner? I'm going to, I'll put a whole bunch of shit in a crockpot, and then before they come over for dinner, I'll separate everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, so right. So then it right, looks right, like right. I made everything. It looks like I made everything <laughs> separate. <laughs> right, right. Fam, here's your... some sautéed vegetables. Well. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> if, if you, if you, if you put a chicken in there, 
with a little bit of like chicken broth or vegetable broth so it stays moist. Mm-hmm. The chicken is going to be so damn perfect. Delicious, juicy, yeah. And then you'd be like, yeah, the chicken's perfect, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And then, and then like. Could have gone either way. Could have gone either way. But I, I and I'm a, crock, I'm a crock pot master. I know how to season the shit out of that crock pot meal. Right. And then it's like when to, when to like open it up at the very end and little, throw a little sprinkle of cheese on it just so it gets a nice little Ooh. melt. Cheese and on like, the chicken? Ooh. No, no, on the whole thing, on the whole, oh, got it, got on it, the got whole it. concoction. Wow! And because you could put mashed potatoes in there and stuff like that too, a little potatoes yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah. Wow! Anyway, so I do. Anyways, crockpots are underrated, and it's almost like people will be like, "Oh, well, you cheated." It's like, well, you don't even know I cheated, so did I cheat? <laughs> right. Also, yeah. did you cheat? Is it edible, and you're you have been sustained by the nutrients contained exactly. within? Fuck! Sounds like here. you're taking the KFC bowl approach to the crockpot. <laughs> 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 All the mashed potatoes and well, cheese. You know what? You know what? And then you're you put not a wrong. Biscuit on there. <laughs> you're not wrong. The biscuit because, though in there. Yo, if you talk to Beza Dabu of two thousand five, two thousand six, oh yeah, yeah. your boy had yep. that KFC bowl three, four times oh, a week. For so, sure. oh yeah, my yeah, blood type was KFC gravy. Your ribs, I, yeah. I'm not joking. 2005, 2006, my my living room window looked into a KFC parking lot. <laughs> and it was funny because my me and my roommate and I, we would get high and look out that window because there was like this kind of person who would go to KFC that like didn't want to eat in the restaurant, but also mm. didn't want to go to the like wanted to order inside, mm-hmm. but didn't want to like take it to go or drive through and then would just house that shit in their car. And it was weird. This, for whatever, this KFC was like the home of the shamed parking lot feast. Because uh, I was like, oh, we got another one. We got another one. And we would see people do some wild shit, like eat the coleslaw, like drink the coleslaw juice first uh-huh. and then start scooping out the slaw. You see some weird shit. You wow. know, because there's a little bit of, you know, liquid in the slaw. Yeah. Like some people beat like they want to take the little slaw juice shooter. <laughs> right. Wow. Anyway, it's like being on safari. It's weird because like there were actually two KFC bowls. There was the mashed potato bowl, and then there was the biscuit bowl, which was the same thing as the mashed potato bowl, but it had a biscuit in it. And yeah. I, I literally, I lived in Chicago. It was freezing cold. Those things were always piping hot. I would, I would go into a KFC on my way to theater school. I would grab a KFC bowl and I would literally eat it outside, like as I was going to stay warm on my way to. Like I was eating like wow. horrible. Hor- my I body did, has forgiven me for the way I treated it with food from <laughs> two thousand. Yeah. One, I mean, my 2010. The last 15 years has just been a journey of uh repentance and right. repair <laughs> for the yeah. things I put my body through in the odds. <laughs> uh, what is something you think is overrated? All right, I'm gonna get mad about this gift cards. Yes, hmm. gift cards are so overrated. If you just think about it, you're just giving me cash I can only spend at one place. Why not just Venmo yep. me? You're really? literally. You're literally giving me cash that I can only spend in one place. And if I don't buy something worthy of or that's worth all of it, then I just got like a dollar fifty two on a gift card. Right. I'm yep. salty about it. Or the yeah. alternative happens where I buy something worth it and now I gotta pay eleven dollars in tax or something. Right. And I'm like and I'm like, just I don't understand why like the only way gift cards should work should be like this, right? You should you give me a gift card. For fifty dollars, but it costs you like forty five dollars, right? Like right. there should be some. I know I understand someone would a go premium, and buy a yeah. somebody would go, would go and buy hundred and fifty gift cards, and they would right. make all that extra money. I get it. If there's a way to solve that, I hope there is. But it, otherwise, gift cards are so overrated. I don't see. It's not. It's just money I can only spend one place. You're just limiting my money. 
It's yeah. peak like corporate brainwashing because it's yes. like it's only a thing because we've allowed it to be a thing because it's like a social custom. It's like, oh, a gift card. Well, it has gift right there in the name, so it's a fine thing to give people, but it's just giving the corporation money. It's making a donation to corporations because I think they say like 50% of them don't get used. So yeah, you're right. just giving money to the company. And it, it wasn't until like the, what, 20 some years ago when they actually had to be like, oh, right, a gift card is legal tender. Like you can't be suddenly like, oh, it expired because a lot of places were pulling that shit in the 90s. I was like, oh, but uh, <laughs> this blockbuster music is about to close. And they're like, it's <laughs> it's expired, son. I, Thank I, you. I, th I thought of this because... You know, when I was scheduling this thing, I was like, you know, I have a AMC gift card in my wallet and it's been there the whole damn pandemic. And I'm like, right. what am I supposed to do? I'm not going back to an AMC for 14 years. What am I supposed yeah. to do with this? That shit might not exist by that. Point. Like an AMC gift card. Come on now. <laughs> but also too, like it's cultural, like in Asian culture, like you give people straight cash. Yeah. Like that's not a problem. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Yeah. Cause you just know that's, <laughs> that's no for problem. the kids. That's for the kids. That's and no they problem. Know yeah, that ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. That's what I took that to. Like, I'm, you know, and I remember people would apologize, like, oh, you know, I know it's your birth, but all I could give you was this heavy ass envelope. And I'm like, right. you, you don't even have to give me a heavy ass envelope. You can cash at me. You can Venmo whatever. Me. Yeah, you can, exactly. You can, but then, you can Coinbase me. To you the point where I don't got. like giving a gift card feels like disrespect because it's essentially the same thing as getting a CVS Valentine's Day gift. You know what yeah. I mean? Like this last minute is fuck. Unless it's like something so specific and like interesting. If you hit me with that Best Buy thing, I'm like, what? Yeah, just, Bruh, just, just hit, hit the me cash out. app. Hit the cash app. The one thing, like, if somebody knows that you want to spend the money on something, like, and you feel like you need that excuse to spend the money on something, that can be one one way that it's like worth it. Like, if, it, for instance, StockX should have gift cards because then. People would, I feel like, I don't know. I, I've had multiple times when I was like, I would actually buy a StockX gift card for somebody so that they had to spend the money on something that was going to be super fun for them. Right, I mean, I right. get that. Like, my mother never does any, like, pampering stuff for herself. Right. Yeah, yeah So exactly. like, Like, if I got her, like, a spa day gift card, I get that because... And ain't no she, immigrant mom going to waste some shit. She, right. She, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. You know, my that's mom, the only way you can get him to do it. Like, oh, are you gonna waste it? They're like, fuck, you got me. My mom <laughs> has so much my myself. mom has so much pride in being like, I've had these shoes for 14 years. There's right. three <laughs> holes in them and I still wear them. And I'm like, yeah. why are you proud of that? Go get new shoes. You're like, why? Right. The bottoms of your feet are fucked up. It's like, so what, funny. Please that, wear like, these new shoes. It's so funny that like Indians make such a point of coming to this country and then living like they did back in India. Like, <laughs> I still have holes in my shoes and I yeah. walk every day. My mom's the same where she just talks shit about Americans. I'm like, motherfucker, you got a passport now. Like, she's like, you know, that's what American people do, like doing all this. And I'm like, you're OK, whatever. But, you know, do you? I get it. We still got to hold on. We still got to keep our sense of identity. My mom uses the word American when she means white. Cause I, it feels, yeah. it feels rude for her to right. say white people. Like she, she's really afraid of saying white people. So she'd be yeah, like, what do you think I'm like these Americans? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, you mean white people. I think, I think you mean white people when you say no, that. No, 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 yes. She used to say, she used to say Justin's mom when she meant another white woman. She would be like, <laughs> she would, She'd be, I'd be like, that rules. Just I'd be like, mom. 
<laughs> or Justin's mom. That could be Got the a new couple Karen. of Justin's moms over here, huh? <laughs> She, she would be like, uh, she would go, um, I'd be like, mom, I want to stay. We used to, okay, so we have this arcade that used to be like open until midnight and you could pay 20 bucks and it could be like a club feel for a bunch of 15 year olds. And right. so I'd be like, she'd be like, we're picking you up at 10. I'm like, mom, it starts at 930. I'm not getting picked up at 10. I, I need to at least get picked up at 12. Right. And then she'd be like, what do I look like? Justin's mom. And I'm like, Who's <laughs> Justin. <laughs> oh, wait, there Justin. wasn't even the homie named Justin. No, it was just like, I look like wow. Justin's mom. I think Justin was Justin. like the name in her head for like, obviously white a white kids. guy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I Ryan and more. Justin. Yeah. What do I look oh. like? Justin's mom. <laughs> <laughs> I so wish good. I had Justin's mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I really Oh, remember. that's amazing. It's so funny. Now I look back on it and I'm like, oh, it's so cute. I love her. She was amazing. And back then I was like, I hate you. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> Justin uh, I think I, I think there was a point when I was like in fourth grade where I had like at least three Justins in my class uh, yeah it was yeah. a real it was a real Ohio white kid name uh, for sure where in Ohio Jack Dayton oh Ohio Dayton. my yeah. best friends from Dayton Ohio Will Allen I don't know if you know oh, Will okay. Allen but probably I, I haven't I moved out of there when I was 12 I mean Dayton's only like what Four million people. Yeah, yeah. We probably Beth, ran cross paths for sure. Beth, Beth really Snelling, worried about your memory, yeah. Jack. <laughs> yeah. Beth, Hold on, Beth, Will think, Allen. Think, you didn't um, ring a bell. I think, sure? I think uh, Beth Stelling is from Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, Comedian. there's a lot of great, great stuff, yeah. great culture, great people from Dayton, Ohio. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break, and we'll come right back. And we're back, uh, and we just have a, a handful of uh, stories of white supremacy to run through uh, that happened at the end of last week. Uh, mm. We found out that those two Buffalo cops, uh, whose whose headshots are really something. Did y'all see their headshots? I did not. Um, no. Not headshots, mug shots, but, you know, oh, when it's well, cops. Hey, you're in L.A., headshots. man. You're in L.A. Yeah. What can you say? <laughs> uh Oh, my God. Yeah. But anyways, we saw the whole beginning to end interaction uh, of these cops walking up to an old man, uh, pushing him over uh, him, cracking his head, blood coming out of his head and them walking away. We saw that whole thing. It's hard uh, to watch that video. Too. It's really hard to watch that video. Uh, and it wasn't hard, though, for... Uh, them to have the all charges dismissed against them. So that's um, from the DA, basically. Yeah, yeah. Or the judge dismiss, or they dropped the charges, let's, or the judge dismissed the charges. Either way, here. it's white supremacy protecting itself. Because uh, yeah. even when you thought you're like, well, surely they can't get away with that. They shoved over an elderly white man. Right. But shit, that shows yeah. you when you go toe to toe with police, it doesn't matter what the fuck, bro. It's like my, get in or my get issue, the fuck out. Uh, my issue with that one, if I remember correctly, was that didn't all the police officers like walk out with the two because they got disciplined? Yeah. That Buffalo yeah, was yeah, the yeah, one yeah. where they the two got disciplined and then all the rest were like, Well then we quit if you're gonna discipline us for, you know, hurting old for men. Assaulting citizens for Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, that a grand jury did it. Okay. Grand jury dismissed mm -hmm. it, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Voted to not charge the cops. Huh. Was, well, at least we got, you know, it's democracy. They voted. So 
uh, yeah. cool. Yikes. Uh, I mean, that was, I think it was our, I mean, we saw that, 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 that whole city was getting ugly the second that shit went down. Uh, yeah. And I remember the first thing was like all the, I I remember tweeting about it when like the news was talking about all the people that had come to support the two police officers. And it was just mm-hmm. a bunch of off duty fucking cops. Yeah, it wasn't the community, <laughs> a diverse a, community of yeah, like white f- guys with jeans, uh, with their shirts tucked into their jeans. Wow, and, uh, right. buzz cuts. Yeah, cool. All right, moving uh, forward. Uh, Oathkeeper. Uh, there's a leader of the Oathkeepers uh, who the DOJ revealed in the run up to January 6th. Tweeted, "I'm concerned this is an elaborate trap. Unless the POTUS himself activates us, it's not legit." The POTUS has the right to activate units, too. If Trump asks me to come, I will. Otherwise, I can't trust it. And then the day of, she was like, we're in. Um, so, you know, uh, oh. as as that impeachment hearing is uh, going on and he's about to be acquitted, it's just like straight up, you know, well, exactly what what it's what we thought it was. Yeah, Can you give I me mean, the, also too. The, there's reports of like how the like senators had already like met with Trump's defense team or something too. There's some yeah. weird closed door meeting. I mean, but we don't need to know that to know they're not going to do the right thing. Can you uh, give me the thirty second or maybe the ten second of what the oath keepers are? I don't even know what oath that keepers is. are basically retired military and police who talk like they're talking about the oath that they take to protect the country from enemies domestic and foreign and saying Uh that like it's basically a militia group of these retired military law enforcement but does that to them does protecting the country mean uh overturning the election yes yeah 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 yeah. for them it's it's a fancy way to say the constitution told me to do white supremacy with guns right that's the whole sort of logic of it because that's they're they're using this very constitutional lens to sort of justify their organization um, and then speaking of white supremacy with guns, Eamon Bundy of the Bundy clan is basically creating a organization that their mission statement is, uh, they will be able to organize, uh, 10 protesters within 10 minutes, a hundred protesters in a hundred minutes, a thousand and a thousand minutes. Uh, and they are, you know, just straight up like right-wing libertarians with weapons uh this is the dude whose family occupied that uh building in oregon the mallard yeah national wildlife refuge uh and who they got one of their followers killed uh in a shootout with the fbi um because two guys were arrested for starting fires on federal land and that was like the whole thing about like well then this is bullshit and then trump got him out of jail in 2018 yeah 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 and that's that's been like the pattern with these guys so the whole thing started because in the early 90s Eamon Bundy's dad uh, was grazing his cattle on federal land you have to pay to do that he was like no I I don't have to pay because libertarian and you know their (laughs) their whole ideals are like you know a version of American pride that breaks down into the road the moment you take away like all the social safety nets that are making it possible for them to be uh, the pampered assholes that they are. Uh, But that's kind of what they want. They want it to break down to the road so they can just start killing whoever they want. Um, But so that's how it started. They had a showdown with the FBI. 
And the FBI kind of backed away because that's what the FBI does when it's up against white supremacy. Uh, and then this just kept growing to this uh, National Wildlife Refuge in Oregon. Uh, they kind of got away with it, except for like one group that basically opened fire on the FBI. Uh, and now it's just continuing. It's just like yeah. being allowed to continue. So now, because, yeah, you didn't check them when they took right. over the facility. Now they've moved on to making fucking Uber for the clan. Uh, yeah. Where you just, just dial <laughs> dial a racist and they'll pull up with that same energy from parlor. Uh, They're calling it neighborhood watch on steroids, which is the KKK. <laughs> right. Like, just, okay. That's just we that's all it. that is. Yeah, sure. Um. And right, so here's a small, here's a microcosm. If you need another example of not checking this shit when you have the opportunity and how it develops and gets, you know, more aggressive. Yeah, there you go. Amy yeah. Bundy. Yeah. Um. I. But what's I, funny is like you know, a thousand you can't you can't get a thousand a thousand a thousand minutes for a thousand people because shit shit can go off on Twitter and people get it get right real. Quick. Yeah. Yeah. But, I wonder I how this it. evolves into basically paid actors through like some kind of Coke Coke Brothers like mega check where there are people like on call for this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, event, I think, like if the because I think the fantastic version is like they can be like, oh, yeah, let me pull like let me call back up or whatever. Like yeah. cause that's what it is for these people. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Unfortunately, they, they've been pretty successful at getting people together like in. They're, they're mostly based out of the north, northwest, midwest, and they've been able to find the the people that they need to bring to a uh, to any situation that they deem it necessary. Um, because this is a uh, terrifyingly popular ideology, uh, right. and, and mostly they're focused right now on anti mask shit, which is <laughs> all right. Come on, man. baby, that's the gateway fucking yeah, issue. Yeah. To then suddenly being like, let's, you know, buy this, let's fill this truck up with ammonia nitrate and do some shit. Yeah, because they do have a very anti-police, anti-government bent to them uh, that, you know, on the one hand, you're like, well, it can't be all bad uh, if they, you know, hate the police. Like they they had a thing about like how the back the blue rallies were bullshit. Uh, But the I feel like the fact that they're turning on the cops is a little scary because if like the cops have a choice, you know who they're going to side with. Like they're going to side with these people quickly. Yeah. I guess it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> stay tuned, <laughs> stay tuned. Yeah. Because I mean, like we have all these moments where as a country, uh, or even people in their communities or even in a, you know, political leadership role, we have to address this, you know, uh, these sort of, uh, bubbling issues in an effective way and not just sort of like, ah, don't worry. They're like way, way disorganized right now. Oh, that's, that's, it's a joke right now. It's a joke right now, maybe. Right. But the, yeah. people are motivated. It's like the same thing when you see a dude, like I know people who shouldn't be rappers who rap. And then I'm like, yo, you should give up that career cut to, they've been doing it for so many years. Like they got on. And I was like, right. you know what? That's cause you didn't give up and people laughed at you, but you were putting in work the same. Yeah. Like it's these when people have a fucking agenda, you can't just take it as like, well, I don't I think it's dumb and then think it's not a threat like the uh, what there's what they stand for is absolutely a threat to this country. Yeah, I, I have a very bad feeling that 
there that this dude's name is going to be a bigger and bigger deal in the coming years. Um, speaking of which, uh, Nikki Haley is uh, mm-hmm. another name Darling that Nikki. seems like they're uh, you know she's putting in her throwing her hat in the ring to be the next uh, you know leader post Trump uh, if if there is a post Trump right. I yeah, just, whatever we call all it, these, interim. all these like racist Indians in politics, Nikki Haley, <laughs> Ajit Pai, Bobby Jindal. There's so many bad. Oh, Dinesh D'Souza. There's <sighs> so many just bad ones that just make me ashamed. I mean, it's not just Indians, man. We got them. It's, it's all over, you know, the internalized saw, saw, self-hatred and white supremacy affects everybody. That, um, that black dude in Michigan, the politician who's running, who said if he wins, he would get rid of Black History Month in Michigan. I don't know if you saw yeah, that. It's like, uh, sure. <laughs> okay. Like, I don't like, sir. Do you know that that uh, you have a very small audience talking like that, uh, <laughs> knowing how you look? But okay, go off because that's that's what these people do to try and you know uh, stay in power or find these little like very low friction ways to get a lot of people behind you. And for Nikki Haley, I mean, like. A lot of people are like, she just broke with Trump. Okay, her quote that a lot of people are pointing to are these couple ones. Quote, we need to acknowledge he let us down. He went down a path he shouldn't have, and we shouldn't have followed him, and we shouldn't have listened to him, and we can't let that ever happen again. Then to go on, she says, when I tell you I'm angry, it's an understatement. I'm so disappointed in the fact that despite the loyalty and friendship he had with Mike Pence, that he would do that to him. Like, I'm disgusted by it. Now, do I support impeachment? Hell no. But I don't like what I'm seeing. So, you know. I don't like it, and I don't support any consequences for this behavior. Yeah. It's, it's a really interesting move. You know, like, I, it's, it, you have to keep your eye on her because she knows where th- most people are, you know, which yeah. is most people don't like Donald Trump. Most mm-hmm. people don't like the Confederate flag. And she was there when she was governor of South Carolina. She was like, Yo, OK, I could read the room. I could read the room right there. Um, she said, you know, she's like, I knew Charlottesville. Charlottesville was bad back then even. And we're like, oh, wow. Whoa. Right this way, Madam President. Um, <laughs> but, you know, right now we're seeing there are two like kinds of Republicans as as they as Trump leaves office. You have the old school GOP kind of people who want to still be able to go out in public and not get screamed at and have Chipotle throw on their head and maybe even get a chance to do one of those comedy skits on SNL. You know, like they still yeah. want to be involved. They just want to be a part of it. They're like, look, we may, deep di- we may disagree, but I'm not going to say racist shit out loud, baby. I'll do that in right. our conference meetings when we start drafting legislation. Um, and then you have this this other, the straight up mask off ghouls, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, the lower, the Bo Burts, the Kevin McCarthy's who straight up don't give a fuck. They're the people who right. are in the ascendancy right now. And that's where I'm like, I don't know who's going to win this because the base likes the mask off shit right now. Yeah, that's what they're there for. They're not they're not. Not a lot of people are looking for the return of Romney. Who likes the Romney side of things other than like a small group? I think of people who I think it's like one because a lot of these mask off ghoul people too, like they're gassed up off the support they're getting like organically from the the base or whatever. Right. Then the McConnell's and the other group, they know they also need a ton of money to be able to like keep up with Democrats and races like they just it's part of the equation. So 
on one hand, I don't know, like it, it all depends on who realizes money is going to be more important because if you, the corporate donor class is like, dude, I can't really get down with this. Like, you know, uh, fucking George Floyd was an alien who had a drug overdose in Minneapolis. Like, I can't have that as like a thing I'm supporting. Uh, right. And if the money moves the other way, then who knows? But then there's also talk of these um, never Trumper or like, you know, conservatives who are like, we're not Republicans who are seriously talking about a third party or, you know, starting their own shit. So right. it's still very early, but I don't know what direction it goes because I have trouble think seeing that someone who's trying to be respectable, quote unquote, like Nikki Haley ends up being someone that the Republican Party where it is now is going to nominate. Right. I keep hearing her name thrown around. There's like, you're right. It's like the Nikki Haley slash Mitt Romney option. It's like, they or like have Liz the Cheney is the same. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, yeah, these options are just really, I don't know. I mean, to me, they're all terrible, but that's what I would think. Last time I was on here, we talked about bubbles and mm -hmm. we talked about liberal bubbles. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess that's just what we're going to think. But Nikki Haley is such an obvious liar a la Ted Cruz, where she just like, lies a lot and she's slicker and though she's she's way slicker and ted cruz is so punchable in a way that she's not <laughs> right um, yeah he's got that like punchable like frog toad face yeah he angers you yeah I, but because I, at this point like i honestly think that the nominee in 2024 is like some bearded dude burly who has like Eamon the bundy man who has like the protocols of the elders of zion like tatted on his face and they're like, yeah, and everyone's like, yeah, this is the guy, hate man. As a, as like, a it won't even rule, be a name; think... it'll be a character. <laughs> it'll be hate as man. A as a general rule, do you think, like, let's just speak really broadly? Do you think the Republicans do like a swing back to civility or a swing more towards the crazy? Like, like for twenty twenty four, like, do you they're... think it's a Mitt Romney quote unquote civility, or is it like you said, some crazy bearded? Look, let's be they racist doubled, and, and they call it. doubled down on white supremacy in the summer of twenty twenty. Yeah, they doubled down on that, and then yeah. now I can't. There's no you can't. But they <laughs> lost though. But they lost. I, yeah, they but lost they, but everything. But look, but look so it's like, happening. do you think they want to? But they look what's win? happening. They're not they're not checking they're not checking their members right now who are saying things that seem like the easiest thing that everyone would be like, yo, don't come with these sandy hook false flag. Right. Don't say that shit out loud. Like all, straight up threatened like uh cheering on violence of other people in this chamber. Like that's right, right. We can't do but they're not even doing that. So that's to yeah. me says they're it's a couple things. They're they're very short sighted and they just go where the the eyeballs are without thinking of what that does in the long term, because like, well, shit, there's energy over here. Let's go over here without yeah. realizing like, Oh, how do I come back from fully embracing like this, you know, the, the true version of the GOP, which is what we had always seen, which is less help for less people. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, they are the insurgent party, the minority party in the country. They're protecting a, you know, they they're use, they have to break rules and create rules and rewrite laws and do shit like that to stay in power and, you know, cheat. That's how they do things. And so I just feel like when they as a party see that all the energy is on the side of racism, like they're they're not going to go back to pass is on the side of open racism as opposed to uh, right. quiet racism. Because, I mean, even like someone like Mitt Romney, who's like. He doesn't have all that energy. He's just right. like some old, old right. white uncle guy. And he's, he kind of came and was like, 
well, hold on, folks. Come on now. This this was bad. And he got right. torn up. Yeah. Just for being like, just for saying, hey, 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 guys. Hey, pipe down in here. Like for a second, he got his ass ripped up. So I don't know how. And you see, like, there's all these stories, too, of how other members in Congress are like, I'm, they're honestly just terrified of the like inviting the ire of these MAGA people and being yeah. a Republican because now it's a foregone conclusion. The base expects you to go pedal to the metal, you know, burn this motherfucker down no matter what. And if you don't, you're the, you're not the true believer. You don't pass the purity test and now they got to eat you up. All right, let's take uh, one more break and we'll come back and talk about face off. And we're back. And so there's a face off something coming. Yeah. Uh, it, for a while, it was, I think people thought it was going to be a remake. Uh, now it's being said that it's going to be a sequel. Direct sorts. sequel. They use a the direct. words direct sequel. So does that, like, that makes sense to me that it would take place in the same universe um, because. That's a pretty big leap that up a world where faces can be taken off and switched around. So might as well make it in the same universe and you can have like a little cameo from John Travolta. But the I it's still the like recasting is like the fun thing, right? Well, I don't know. Well, yeah. See, this is what I'm this is the idea though that I'm thinking. Is it one where it's the same universe or are we still dealing with Casher Troy's ghost or something, you know what I mean? And Sean Archer, because at the end of Face Off, right, Casher Troy gets got, right, with the harp with the harpoon gun or whatever. And then, right. so, but his face is still intact. That's not like he got blown up, right? But does so, but is Sean Archer dealing with some like I've been cage faced too long or something? Right. Like, are you gonna deal with those same? Because I'll look. I'm not gonna. Lie. I'll come back to see their old stinking asses do it all over again but i would like so the names that i i just saw somebody suggest uh tom hardy and robert pattinson who which i can't imagine two body types that are more dissimilar but <laughs> also like you know same shit with nicholas cage and uh john Travolta, but here's the right? thing these all these updates when they've done new movies the the thing they always do is they they diversify it they always try to find a right. way to come back and do it now with diversity I think it'd be really interesting if they really do like a black guy and a white guy <laughs> and just go and be like, and hey, just we knew it was a bad it. idea in development, but fuck it. <laughs> and, and, they just, and they're just like, they're just like, yes, it's Riz Ahmed and Idris Elba because diversity. Right, right, right. And like, yeah. and, and I just want to watch all the Ben Shapiro snowflakes go crazy about it. Ted Cruz will tweet about it. Idris Elba and Riz Ahmed don't even look alike. Yeah. Or... Or no, you know what they're gonna do is they're gonna say it's okay to do blackface because of face off. Yeah. That's oh be, yeah. That's, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's Thank that's how they you. do it. Well, I, yeah. it seems like it's not a problem. I mean, this is what we've been saying the whole time. And for the people who are upset at the face off film franchise, uh, it's just a it's just a tale about switching faces. And I don't know why cancel culture is coming for these people. I thought that John. My response was, was like, uh, Idris Elba is black. The face you saw was Idris Elba's face. Mm. Well, but that's 
I reject Late, that Well, I'll, I'll say this. Um, around the time the West Side Connection album came out in 1996, <laughs> I prayed every night that I could have Mac-10's face. Um, <laughs> and I kind of went overboard with the uh, bronzer at uh, a Halloween party, and I, I, I learned the hard way that that's not a good thing. So, face or not, I want it. I, I don't know. We'll see. I think it's... I think the hardest bit is like you're trying to do a John Woo movie. Right. Because that's where his whole, you know, John Woo, when he came to like the U.S. making films like Broken Arrow and shit, people were like, oh, shit, right. This guy's fucking, he's got a, he's got a vibe. So I'm more like, I think the biggest thing is like, can you kind of nail a John Woo type thing? Which right. would be more, I don't know, that that might be interesting. But Who's the director who is like the most John Woo-like Mm. Like who's got like a very singular action movie like sensibility. Like I was gonna say Guy Ritchie, but he like makes a lot of nah, yeah movies that aren't don't have that singular sensibility. Uh, I, I feel like that's such a '90s style. I don't know that we have yeah, that right. style. Um, it's such a right. '90s like vibe. But I yeah. guess John Woo gives way to John Wick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do in it, that sense. Do it Wick style, baby. Because that's what I feel like John Woo's films like was a kind of action that Americans were not used to. And like, they're like, it was like action this like hard boy, this Chow Yun fat guy, he's right. fucking it up with this director, John Woo. And like movie heads knew because you just heard like, yo, these movies are right. fucking tight. Yeah. And yeah, then right. America's like, oh, right. We're not the only people who know how to make movie with camera because we're yeah. ignorant and insular. I remember here. being like, I remember my grandfather in India being like, Bollywood makes more movies in one single month than Hollywood <laughs> makes in an entire year. <laughs> it's, it's facts. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. As long as they bring the uh, excessive number of pigeons back, slow motion pigeons just pigeons, flying out of nowhere. Impossibly uh, golden guns. <laughs> carceral magnetic technologies we've Yo, never heard of it was it is like in terms of like because it's a sci-fi movie that takes place in the present mm -hmm. which is like kind of an interesting mm -hmm. premise I love that, that you don't see that much like it's just like yeah well this this is possible don't worry about it it's like you're it's, high when you write the script you're like nah dude right. it's fine it's like right now though what if it's right. like right now though <laughs> right it's like I, I think Black Mirror owes everything to face off personally. there we go Yes, you thank here, you. Um, well, the the name I was actually looking for you guys when I was saying who is the inheritor of John Woo's mantle is Ben Shapiro, uh, the new powerhouse in the film world. Oh yeah, uh, he he went and bought a school shooting movie uh, in uh, I think it was Venice at the Venice Film Festival to bought the distribution rights. Um, and yeah, we talked it's about like, the formation of his production company. That was like, yeah. we take bets on things Hollywood thinks are too controversial, right? Um, had nothing to do with like the development or anything. He's, no, but then, but then they were like a uh, big, big premiere night where they like went. They had like a video where they were like all wearing tuxedos backstage and like talking about how the movie, like just pretending oh. like they are a big like part of the film industry. Uh, very. So apparently Ben Shapiro, I mean, uh, some of our sister podcasts like Behind the Bastards and Worst Year Ever uh, will occasionally 
just read chapters from Ben Shapiro's novel and just kind of meditate on. Mm -hmm. uh, He's like a failed writer. And when I say failed, like he is one of the worst writers I've ever read. Would you hire him at Cracked? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, sure. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Actually, I mean, look, that, you I mean, start the guy there. gets eyeballs, Miles. The guy gets eyeballs. Uh, but I just he... want him to hear that Ben Shapiro. <laughs> he wouldn't even hire you. Cracked. Not that he wouldn't. Even, like you don't have what it takes, guy. You don't have what it yeah. takes. But like, just the the writing is is next level bad. And apparently, he tried to be a screenwriter. Uh, that didn't work out, and so he uh, did the right wing grift. Um, and he kind of saw, saw his moment, took his shot, shot his shot when, uh, Gina Carano got fired from the Mandalorian project. He jumped in and was like, we're developing a project, uh, big announcement guys. Uh, you're going to be psyched. Uh, so we're going to get a Ben Shapiro star Wars universe. Hopefully. Can I just, can I just say like, okay, so I know for a fact that, there was another project in development, which was a show based off her spinoff character, a spinoff show based off her character. After her tweets in November, they scrapped it, or they at least put it on an indefinite hold. Then after this situation this past week, she got fired from Mandalorian. All she had to do was not do the thing she did. She swerved out of her way to be fired. Mm-hmm. It's like she wanted it. I've never seen an actress literally like try so hard. I mean, she put in her Instagram profile beep bop boop to make fun of pronouns for trans people. Pedro right. Pascal, her co-star and lead of the show, has a trans sibling that he it just, just came, came out in yeah. support of. So it's like, how dumb are you to be like beep bop boop? I'm making fun of pronouns. They them theirs. Like that's right. just a really dumb thing to do. Why are you going out of your way? Just don't do it. Just think the thing, but don't it's, say the thing. That's when that culture war autopilot kicks in on these motherfuckers where they're like, uh, me find a, like my spirit and soul somehow. No, like I'm here to always just say the wrong thing. Like that's what, and I like to get y'all fired up and come on, Ben Shapiro. Did you even do some research? Why Gina Carano got fired from the Mandalorian, sir? I believe you are a man of the Jewish faith. And she right. was out here posting straight up anti-Semitic trash, but you're still like, "Come on, Ma, we got you over here." Like, yeah, that's how, you know, all these motherfuckers. They, they ain't about. They're not about shit. The implication on her post was that the Jews did more damage to the Jews than the Nazis. Yikes! Huh. Yikes! Strong take. Whoa! It's a strong take. You know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. The I mean, it's the thing about the tension economy uh, that. I've been talking about the past couple of weeks, just this dude who basically foresaw everything that's happened uh, in the eighties, just by thinking about the fact that like once social media happened, it would just be the loudest voice in the room would be able to completely dominate everybody's attention. And in so doing would gain power that way. Uh, And he basically back in the eighties predicted like a Trump like figure. And yeah, like it's, she is getting, She's going to make a ton of noise and get a lot of attention just by saying the wildest shit. And, you know, this is probably a very smart move by the Daily Wire. Uh, and I can't wait to see the film that they make. If if you have lists, I, I don't know how many listeners you have that are, you know, 
out there decrying, but freedom of speech, but freedom right. of speech. I just yeah. want to say like freedom of speech. She's not going to jail for what right. she said. Yeah. She has freedom of speech. Freedom of speech does not mean freedom from consequences. Yes, it does. And, and, and so she said what she said, and now other people have the freedom to respond because of what she said. She's not going to jail for what she said. And guess what? I don't think she should go to jail for what she said. But, right. but, if somebody else now wants to fire her for what she said, a private company, then a private right. company can fire her for what she said. I, it's just to say something that anti-Semitic in Hollywood is not only racist and anti-Semitic, it's so stupid. It's just, right. well, it's, and it's it, like you're saying, it's this like such an aggressive act, outward act of hostility where you're like, you're, tr you're trying, right? To like burn up upon re-entry into the atmosphere like that's right. that's the deal here because you're doing and a hell of a job and three months ago you already lost something from this company like you already I lost mean, something what's wild is like where are the woke ufc fighters at who aren't fighting anymore because from what i'm seeing a lot of these people with the who've been banging each other's skulls in the ring end up on the interesting side of politics when they get out the motherfucker because Tito Ortiz is out here on some whoa shit out yeah, in Huntington yeah. Beach. You're like, the fucking train has left the station. Um, Who was that dude that that dude Usman punched really hard? There's that there was that picture of the black dude Usman that like knocked out that like uh Trump supporting dude who was wearing like MAGA shorts. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um I fuck, forget that dude. Who was it? Yeah, name. but that was Coving uh wait, who was it? I remember posting the image. Yeah, Kobe. That's the. I remember posting the image of that dude. I think his name was Kabir Usman or something like that. Or Kamaru. I don't know. Kamaru. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. Who's from Nigeria like or was born in Nigeria and came to the U.S. and he was talking all that shit and it's like, swoops. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's like it. It's it's catharsis for a lot of people. But yeah, I mean, this is uh We'll see what the Daily Wire can do because everything that sounds like from what is coming out of their production company isn't like. It's just pure provocative nonsense. It's like school right. shooter stuff. It's going to be probably, I don't even, I can't even imagine what they come up with for Gina Carano. Like, like it's going to be some like Uva Bowl, like one woman fighting cancel culture in the streets of New York or something. Right. What's yeah. uh? What's their take on school shootings? Are they like pro school shooting? It's not their. <laughs> it's not their take. Um, it's a movie that was released that they saw and like jumped on basically because it wasn't getting picked up by uh by other distributors and they claimed it was because of cancel culture. But it's just um, it's a a girl in a school shooting whose dad is like a hunter who teaches her like survival shit. And then she just goes around and like, you know, diehards, a team of school shooters. Oh, by, like, so the, them so and, the like, point is guns protect people from guns. So right. like if we yeah, train exactly. people that, okay, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The problem <laughs> cool, cool. with school shootings is that all the kids aren't armed essentially. Right. So just, just give a bunch of other 14 year olds guns. Got it. Yeah. Well, Bezad, it has been a pleasure, as always, having you on the Daily Zeitgeist, man. Where can people uh, find you and follow you? So the last thing I said on this podcast is give a bunch of 14-year-olds guns. Cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, 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 yeah, cool, so cool, cool, you're cool, going out on top. So where can uh, they sign up for those guns? Uh, the, <laughs> um, all right, y'all. Well, y'all can find me at Bezad Dabu. That's B-E-H-Z-A-D-D-A-B-U on both Instagram and Twitter. Give me a follow. And uh, love to interact with y'all. 
Yeah, yeah. And is there a, a tweet or some of the work of social media you've been enjoying? Yes. I've really been following, I don't know if he's ever been on the pod. He should be a friend of the pod. Uh, Dwayne Perkins, the uh, Chicago comedian um, mm-hmm. and yeah, an yeah. actor and writer. Um, he had a really cool thread last week. Uh, I'd like to read really quickly. It's short. He said, Hollywood is an industry hard to navigate because a lot of paths are dictated by trauma and abuse. It's trial by fire. People are trying to figure out what they want to do and who they want to work with while also avoiding the places and people they've already had bad experiences with. But for people of color, so much is so bad that by the time you actually find your people in the spaces that feel like you're right for you, you're so burned out from wading through toxic sludge, you don't have the energy to do it anymore and you just want to quit. So being a POC in Hollywood is like being in a gang where you're constantly getting jumped in even though you've been in the gang for years. Um, I know that's kind of like dark, but it's also kind of funny. He is really great at sort of the dark and funny um, way. So I just I'm recommending a follow to uh, Dwayne Perkins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? What's tweet you've been enjoying? Twitter, Instagram, Miles of Gray. Also, 420 Day Fiance. Check us out on Twitch because we probably won't be there. Was this Tuesday? Yep. 420 Pacific. Um, now, tweet that I like. Uh, it's really just one because it's it relates to us. It's from Rava. Try harder, Rava. Twitter. <laughs> at Rava tweets, men with cats who don't post cat, please post your cat. Thank you. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, so, yeah I, I realize you know I don't I don't post a lot of that. I don't have a lot of pets on Maine, so maybe we have to change that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. A tweet I liked: Andrew Nadal tweeted, "If sharks stop swimming, they die," which sounds incredible, but it's also true if you put me in the ocean. And uh, one other one I like. Uh, and then at video underscore Jame uh, tweeted, old guy, can you help me set up a PayPal account? I don't know computers. The same old guy. I bet you don't know how to drive stick shift, you idiot. You fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, it just made me feel better about not knowing how to drive stick shift. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes we link off to the information we talked about in the episode and a song that Miles recommends. Miles, what song are we adding to the Zeitgeist playlist oh, today? The playlist, the playlist is going to be knocking. Uh, this one, but you know, look, we just had a three-day weekend. Don't you don't want to fucking bang your head too hard? You know, you got to ease into it. Um, so what we're gonna do is go out on a song by Jacob Ogawa, and this is, you know, this is some of that bedroom pop. This is some of that just like nice and easy. Feels a little sexy or relaxed. It depends on your mood. It's like a Rorschach test. Okay, what vibe are you into? And this track is called Velvet Light because that's what it feels like. Just smooth on you, baby, by Jacob Ogawa. All right, you can go to our playlist or footnotes to check that song out. Uh, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for this morning. We are back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we will talk to you all then. <laughs>